What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, January 30th, 2018, and welcome to episode 452 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, get to talk about our favorite subject of all time, professional wrestling. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about, we'll start things off with the uh, uh, Wrestling News and Views here statement, which will brought, be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Girolamo. Of course, J.D. the 2015 and 17 WWE Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and, of course, bringing us to wrestling history on the talk show chat box here tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team, the team that brings you Wall Radio every Monday afternoon on TalkShoe.com, like we said. Before we go any further with what, we're going, with what our big plans are for tonight, let's bring J.D. and John in for what will be an explosive and dynamic episode 452 of Revolution. And quite raw and rowdy. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, and one big package. Yes. It is indeed, yeah. Uh, first off, I want to let everyone know our live video feed tonight is from, uh, is from uh, of course, one of our infamous groups that, of course, that we uh, have uh, where are so many great wrestling moments past and present are presented, and that is the WWUS NXTNG Video Vault. And uh, it's, it's very rare that we get a chance to do a live video feed for one of our shows here uh, <clears throat> in the vault there tonight. But this will be this this right here particular will be preserved here, so everyone will, you can go back and take a good look at it. If you want to join us here from our uh, uh, from the from the video vault here tonight, you can join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS NG United. And of course, if you want to join us through the talk show chat box, the phone number is always 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. As always, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we had to talk about here tonight. And of course, as said, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we'll be, of course, talking about uh, <clears throat> last night, the results of last night's Monday Night Raw. 
uh, of course, coming from, coming from on the heel of what was uh, for some people's an explosive 2018 WWE Royal Rumble. Also, speaking of the Royal Rumble, tonight we'll start part one of our discussion of the which took place on Sunday night. Uh, of course, we'll be talking about the Raw side of, of, of the Royal Rumble, we'll say, uh, as, of course, we'll talk about uh, all the matches having to do with Monday Night Raw, which, would, which will include the match between the club and the Revival. Also, the six-man cruiserweight tag team match, the um, <clears throat> Universal Championship match, and the Raw tag team title match. Also, we're going to explore the men's Royal Rumble match in full detail and let everyone give their take on, on what they thought about the men's Royal Rumble as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we are we're watching this very carefully. We are scheduled to have tonight our uh, a big uh, tri- uh, trivia championship. Of course, the AWA US World Heavyweight Championship on the line under wrestling Jeopardy rules. As the Iceman JD Jeremy Geralmo is set to face the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds in, in a contest of knowledge. Of course, uh, wrestling from the past and the present. Let's see who will who will uh, will be uh, who will um, <clears throat> reign supreme here tonight and take home the AWA US World Heavyweight Title. Uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling with our wrestling news and views. Then to get things rocking and rolling here for us. For that, of course, is the Iceman JD Jared Geraldo from King Ice. JD, let's go and see what's going on in the wrestling news scene this evening. Well, we got several articles to tell you about, and we'll start it off with a big one. It was reported today WWE has hired longtime TNA and Impact Wrestling employee Jeremy Borash. PW Insider reports that the hire was a Triple H decision that Borash will be working with NXT. There is no word when Borash officially starts with WWE, but it could be as soon as the NXT tapings in Atlanta, Georgia this week. There is also no word on if he will have an on-screen role. He could end up working with Matt Hardy, but those are not the plans at this time. The site adds that this will change Impact Wrestling's plan as Josh Matthews was to be transitioned out of his announcing role for another on-screen position. The plan for announcing had been put to Boris and Don Cal together as the announcing team, but that won't be happening now. Impact may edit out on-screen appearances on the new episodes of Impact, however, that were taped in early January. Meanwhile, however, as we'll talk about later on tonight, however, Ronda Rousey, however, has been reportedly in training in secret at the WWE Performance Center for months before signing with WWE this past Sunday. <clears throat> Ramona Shelburne of ESPN reported that Rousey was training late at night when no one else was there with the exception of a select few. She was traveling to the PC while she was filming Mile 22 in Atlanta. Natalia, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair were among those training with her. Shelburne added that Rousey is, quote, close to fighting shape and has applied for trademarks to Ronda, Rou- Ronda Rousey, so WWE will not own the name. Rousey's first match is expected to take place at WrestleMania 34 in April in New Orleans. Triple H noted that Rousey will be back after she's done filming Mile 22, which is now in production in Columbia. Meanwhile, however, we understand that Goldust Tower will have a new partner tonight on the Mixed Match Challenge Tower, but will not be competing tonight. Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman will be taking on Sami Zayn, however, and Becky Lynch, however, in that. But Goldust's partner, Alicia Fox, will not be there because apparently she injured her tailbone and will be out for quite a while. Goldust will announce his new partner tonight, however, I'm sure. 
Meanwhile, also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, we could have the announcement of the new 205 Live GM and the State of the Cruiserweight title. Early speculation is reported several names could be in the running for the GM spot, including Rockstar Spud, who just signed with WWE a week ago, Vicky Guerrero, who could be returning to WWE again, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio, who actually showed up at the Royal Rumble Sunday night in a shocker, and Billy Kidman. We will keep you up to date with this story. Meanwhile, Monday's WWE Raw television show averaged 3.395 million viewers, according to Show Buzz Daily, down from 4.50 last week. The first hour scored 3.66 million viewers, while hour two drew 3.46 million viewers. The final hour of the show did 3.06 million viewers. Meanwhile, however, tonight, however, on SmackDown, there was a fatal four-way to determine who will be taking on Bobby Roode for the U.S. title as Rusev Day, apparently, along with Kofi Kingston, Howard, Jinder Mahal, Howard, and Zack Ryder were determining Howard, who would be the next contender. As a result, next week, Bobby Roode will take on Rusev Howard in Kansas City for the U.S. title, however. Meanwhile, also, which, however, according to two... Back to 205 Live for another minute, however. Tyler Bate is backstage tonight and teased that he's there for reasons regarding the championship power. The championship was vacated a week ago after Enzo was released by the company following the rape charges, which we have not heard any new updates on that as of yet. Daniel Bryan did announce that there will be a new GM tonight, however, who will be revealed on that matter. And finally, however, some tragedy to report. However, Mark Sailing, however, the Glee alum star, however, was known for his role as Noel Puckerman on the show, however, apparently committed suicide today at the age of 35. Sailing's death was confirmed by law enforcement this afternoon, however, to uh, TMZ and said the following, however. I can confirm, however, that Mark Sailing passed away early this morning. He was a gentle and loving person, a person of great creativity who was doing his best to atone for some serious mistakes and errors of judgment. He is survived by his mother, father, and brother. The family appreciates the support that they've been receiving as for the privacy to be respected. Now, the actor struck a plea deal back in October after police found nearly 50,000 images of child porn and child erotica on his computer. He was awaiting sentencing and was expected to get four to seven years in prison as opposed to the 20 that he would have been facing. He also tried to commit suicide, however, right before Christmas. Our thoughts and prayers are with Sailing's family and friends tonight. Thank you very much there, J.D. And of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Duarte Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame tag team. They bring you all the news that fit in the WWS working each and every night right here. <clears throat> and, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, the best combination of them all never, ever gets old, never, ever goes away, Super glue and duct tape. You can never beat it whatsoever. Yes, indeed. Let's go ahead and get things here. We're going with our rest of history and birthdays here. Thanks to the human super machine, John Gross. Let's see what he has on tap <clears throat> here tonight. And we've got a we got a doozy of the start to start things off about wrestling history for today, January the thirtieth. One hundred and fourteen years ago today, yes, I did say that. One hundred and fourteen years ago today, which would put it at nineteen oh four. Wow, in London, England, George Hackenschmidt defeated Ahmed Madrali, become the excuse me recognized undisputed world heavyweight champion. Hackenschmidt, already claiming world championship status for four years, would go on to defeat American heavyweight champion Tom Jenkins in New York City just over a year later. 27 years ago today, which would put it at, I do believe, yes, 1991, 
WCW presented Clash of the Champions 14 Dixie Dynamite from the Georgia Mountain Center in Gainesville, Georgia. I do believe that is the home of AJ Styles, I'm not mistaken. It was the first Clash of Champions event produced solely by WCW. It's also noted for the return of Dusty Rhodes, and of course I like what John did here, if you will, <laughs> to WCW after spending the last two years in the WWF. The main event featured Ric Flair and Scott Steiner for the World Heavyweight title and were the two fought to a draw. Wow. 17 years ago today, put it at 2001, WWF presented taped SmackDown Extreme from the Nationwide Arena in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Airing two days later, the show served as a unique cross-promotion for that week's debut of the XFL. Predating the Extreme Rules pay-per-views by quite a few years, every featured match on the show had a stipulation. The Dudley Boys retained the tag team titles, uh, the WWF tag team titles, in a, ta- in a tables match over the Hardy Boys. Ivory re- retained her WWF women's title in a triple threat match against Lita and Jacqueline. The APA defeated Edging Christian. Chris Jericho defeated Taz to retain the Intercontinental title. The Big Show defeated Billy Gunn. Kane and The Undertaker defeated Rikishi and Haku in a First Blood tag team match. John believes this was the first time there there was a First Blood tag team match and the first time that Rikishi and Haku have ever teamed up. And also the first time that Kane and Undertaker teamed up since July of 2000. Also, Kurt Angle successfully retained his WWF title in a triple threat match over The Rock and Triple H. Wow, that was a great combo. 13 years ago today, put it at 2005. Yeah, that's right. WWE presented the Royal Rumble from the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California, with 12,000 in attendance and 575,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, up from 500,000 homes for the 04 event. Also, it featured the return of, of the spookiest matches in WWE history, and that was a casket match where The Undertaker t- took on Heidenreich. The first time a casket match was held in the, w- in the WWE since 2002, and the first casket match for The Undertaker since May of 1999. He was scheduled to have one against Triple H on SmackDown in September of 99, but he walked out storyline-wise, but in reality, he needed time off. The last time a casket match was held was in October of 2002 on in- on Raw when Kane took on Triple H, and it was also the third time that the casket match has been held at the Royal Rumble, and since 1992, and we're not not counting live events, by the way, the casket match has been televised 11 times since October of 2002. Hmm. This is, believe it or not, and we're still not counting live events according to what John's saying, this was also the Undertaker's 10th casket match. And the, however, in the middle of the match, Rawls Gene Snitsky paid his services by helping out Heidenreich. Snitsky and Heidenreich attacked the Undertaker. Uh, they tried to put the Undertaker inside the casket. Snitsky's rival Kane appeared in the casket and was able to save his brother, the Undertaker. This was the first pairing of Kane and the Undertaker since WrestleMania 20 when they last wrestled each other. Taker got the win by tombstoning Heidenreich and locking him in the casket to get the victory. And, of course, there was a 2005 Royal Rumble match, and here are the participants 
Number one was Eddie Guerrero. He eliminated um, the Hurricane, Hardcore Holly, and Booker T. He lasted about 28 minutes and 11 seconds until being eliminated by Edge. Sadly, of course, this would be Eddie's final Royal Rumble appearance as he would sadly pass away 10 months later. That was a pity. Number two was Chris Benoit, and he lasted 47 minutes, eliminating Hardcore Holly, the Hurricane, and Mohammed Hassan before being eliminated by Batista. Number three was Daniel Pewter, and he didn't fare too good as he was eliminated by Hardcore Holly. Number four was Hardcore Holly. His first Royal Rumble match since 2001, he eliminated Daniel Pewter until being eliminated by Benoit and Guerrero. Number five was The Hurricane. He lasted a minute and four seconds until being eliminated by Benoit and Guerrero as well. Number six was Kenzo Suzuki, his first and only Rumble appearance until he was eliminated by Rey Mysterio. Number seven was Edge. He lasted 40 minutes in the match, eliminating Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Shelton Benjamin, Muhammad Hassan, and Ric Flair, and lasted in the final three until being eliminated by Batista and John Cena. Number eight was Mysterio. He eliminated Kenzo Suzuki and Booker T, and lasted in the final four until being eliminated by Edge. Mysterio lasted 38 minutes. Number nine was Shelton Benjamin. He eliminated Muhammad Hassan, and lasted 14 minutes, but was eliminated by Edge. Number 10 was Booker T. Booker T eliminated Hassan, Luther Reigns, and Orlando Jordan, but was eliminated by Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Number 11 was Chris Jericho. He lasted 28 minutes, eliminating Muhammad Hassan and Rene Dupree before being eliminated by Batista. Number 12 was Luther Reigns. He eliminated Muhammad Hassan until being eliminated by Booker T. Number 13 was Muhammad Hassan. And John said, let's just say his Rumble debut didn't fare as well as he was eliminated by Shelton Benjamin, Edge, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Luther Reigns, and Booker T. Number 14 was Orlando Jordan. He was, he was eliminated in three minutes by Booker T. Number 15 was Scotty Tuhati, but never made it to the ring as he was attacked by Muhammad Hassan. Uh, number 16 was Charlie Haas. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 17 was Rene Dupree. He was eliminated by Y2J. Number 18 was Simon Dean. He lasted 20 seconds before being eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 19 was Shawn Michaels. He eliminated Simon Dean, Charlie Haas, and Kurt Angle until being eliminated illegally by Kurt Angle. Number 20 was Kurt Angle. He lasted 37 seconds but was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 21 was, speaking of Jonathan Coachman, he lasted 13 minutes until he was eliminated by Ric Flair. Number 22 was Mark Gendrak. He would be eliminated by Kane. Number 23 was Viscera. This was Viscera's first Royal Rumble match since 2000, but he was eliminated by John Cena. Number 24 was Paul London. He lasted three minutes until being eliminated by Snitsky. Number 25 was Snitsky. He eliminated Paul London with a devastating... uh, uh, Let's say, wait a minute. Uh, No, John, John has that wrong. Number 25 was Cena. He eliminated Viscera, Kane, and Edge and made it to the final two before being eliminated by Batista. Number, <clears throat> number 26 was Stinsky, okay. He, was, he eliminated Paul London until being eliminated by Batista. Number 27 was Kane. He eliminated Jindrak, but he was eliminated by Cena. Number 28 was Batista. He eliminated Jericho, Edge, Stinsky, Christian, and John Cena, and he won the match. And number 30 was Christian, but he was eliminated by Batista. 
And number 30 was Ric Flair, which was Flair's first Rumble match appearance since 1993. He eliminated Coachman and Benoit until he was eliminated by Edge. With Batista's win, he earned himself a championship match at WrestleMania 21, where Batista would go on to choose the Raw champion, which was was held by Triple H, where that was the World Heavyweight title. Batista would beat Triple H for the title, of course, at WrestleMania 21. But in the final moments of the match, Batista and Cena would eliminate themselves at the same time, similar to what happened at the 94 Royal Rumble between Lex Luger and Bret Hart. As Batista and Cena argued over who won, this man entered the ring, and as he got in the as he got in the ring, he tore both his quads at once and ordered a restart with the final two entrants. Batista would win the Royal Rumble again in 2014 from the number 28 slot. He is by far the only man to win multiple Rumbles, uh, drawing the same number. And in one more note, this was the first WWE pay-per-view since the 1985 Wrestling Classic to not have a tag team match on the show. Hmm. And that's very, that is very interesting. Seven years ago today, put it at 2011, WWE presented the Royal Rumble from the TD Garden in Boston. With a total of 15,113 independents, and with 446,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, the show did feature the first and, and to this day the only 40-man Royal Rumble match in WWE history. Uh, Edge defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the World Heavyweight title. This would be Edge's final Royal Rumble appearance ever before announcing his retirement in April of 2011. Eve Torres won the WWE Divas title over Natalia and Lay Cool in a fatal four-way match. And here are the eliminations and entries in the 40-man Royal Rumble match. This is going to be a big one here. Number one was CM Punk. He lasted 35 minutes, eliminating Daniel Bryan, John Morrison, Mark Henry, Chris Masters, Tyler Rex, Vladimir Kozlov, and R-Truth, until being eliminated by Cena. Number two was Daniel Bryan. He lasted 20 minutes as this was his first Royal Rumble match. He eliminated Justin Gabriel and Zack Ryder until he was eliminated by CM Punk. Number three was Justin Gabriel. This was also his first Royal Rumble match, entering in 58 seconds until he was eliminated by Daniel Bryan. Number four was Zack Ryder. He lasted 43 seconds until he was eliminated by Daniel Bryan. Number five was William Regal. He was eliminated by Ted DiBiase. This was Regal's first Royal Rumble match since 2009. Number six was Ted DiBiase. Eliminated William Regal, but was eliminated by Michael McGillicuddy and Husky Harris. I think Husky Harris is, I think we know him now as Bray Wyatt. Uh, number seven is John Morrison. He lasted 13 minutes and even did an impressive move in the Royal Rumble match. Regal shoved Morrison to the guardrail, but Morrison touched the guardrail and his feet never hit the floor, but Morrison got eliminated by the new Nexus. Number eight was Yoshitatsu. He was eliminated by Mark Henry. Number nine was Husky Harris. His first Royal Rumble appearance, he lasted 15 minutes and helped CM Punk in the new Nexus out, eliminated Ted DiBiase, John Morrison, and Mark Henry until he was eliminated by the great Kali. Number 10 was Chavo Guerrero. He did a good spot by delivering the traditional three amigos in honor of his Uncle Eddie. Every time Chavo would do it, somebody would stop him. Chavo was able to get it done, but he would be eliminated by Mark Henry. I do remember seeing that. Number 11 was Mark Henry. He eliminated Yoshitatsu and Chavo Guerrero until being eliminated by the new Nexus. Number 12 was JTG. He was eliminated by Michael McGillicuddy. Of course, we now know him as Curtis Axel. Number 13 was McGillicuddy. This was also his first Royal Rumble appearance. 
He lasted 15 minutes, eliminated Ted DiBiase, John Morrison, JTG, and Mark Henry. So he was eliminated by John Cena. Let's see. I, what did I say this was? Number 14 went to Chris Masters, and he didn't last long as he would be eliminated by CM Punk. Number 15 was David Otunga, and he also eliminated John Morrison and Mark Henry, but he was eliminated by John Cena. Number 16 was Tyler Rex. His first Royal Rumble appearance as well. He didn't last very long. Of course, it was only 34 seconds as CM Punk tossed him out. Number 17 was Vladimir Kozlov. The new Nexus overpowered him, allowing Punk to eliminate him. Kozlov only lasted 40 seconds. Number 18 was R-Truth. He would be eliminated in a minute and two seconds by CM Punk. Number 19 was the great Kali. He stopped the new Nexus's beating for a bit, eliminating Husky Harris until he was eliminated by Mason Ryan. Now, that was a big dude back in the day. Mason Ryan was huge. Number 20 was Mason Ryan. He eliminated the great Kali and Booker T until being eliminated by John Cena. Number 21 was Booker T. This was Booker's first WWE match since 2007. He held his own against the new Nexus, but he would also be eliminated by CM Punk. Number 22 was John Cena, and he finally stopped the new Nexus by eliminating McGillicuddy, David Otunga, Mason Ryan, CM Punk, also Tyson Kidd, Heath Slater, and Alex Riley until being elimin- eliminated illegally by The Miz. Number 23 was Hornswoggle. His first one since 2008, he would be eliminated by Sheamus. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> number, 20- number 24 was Tyson Kidd. His first Royal Rumble appearance until he was eliminated in 53 seconds by John Cena. Number 25 was Heath Slater. <laughs> He would be eliminated in 57 seconds by John Cena. Number 26 was Kofi Kingston. He lasted 26 seconds, eliminating Alex Riley, but he would be eliminated by Randy Orton. Number 27 was Jack Swagger. He would be eliminated by Rey Mysterio. Number 28 was King Sheamus. He eliminated Hornswoggle and lasted 21 minutes until he was eliminated by Randy Orton. Number 29 was Rey Mysterio. He lasted 23 minutes, eliminating Jack Swagger and Kane. Number 30 was Wade Barrett. He lasted 22 minutes, eliminating Diesel and Rey Mysterio until he was eliminated by Randy Orton. Number 31 was Dolph Ziggler. He would be eliminated by The Big Show. Number 32 was Diesel. This was Diesel's first WWE appearance since August of 2003 and Diesel's first Rumble match since 1996. And we're not counting the other man who played Diesel in the 97 Royal Rumble. Uh, He held his own in there until being eliminated by Wade Barrett which was a darn shame. Number 33 was Drew McIntyre. He was eliminated by The Big Show. Number 34 was Alex Riley. He was eliminated by John Cena and Kofi Kingston. Number 35 was Big Show. He eliminated Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. And so he was eliminated by Big Zeke. Oh, yeah, that's right, Ezekiel Jackson. Speaking of which, he was number, Jackson was number 36. His first Rumble appearance eliminating The Big Show until he was eliminated by Kane. Number 37 was Santino Morella. He lasted in the final two, lasting 12 minutes, where he was eliminated by Alberto Del Taco, Del Rio de Janeiro, whatever his name is. Number 38 was Alberto Del, what's his face? He was eliminated by Randy Orton, and, and he eliminated Randy Orton and Santino Morella, and he won the Royal Rumble. Number 39 was Randy Orton. He eliminated Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, and Wade Barrett, and lasted in the final three until he was eliminated by Del Rio. And number 40 was Kane. He eliminated Ezekiel Jackson, so he was eliminated by Rey Mysterio. The win gave Del Rio a world title shot against Edge at WrestleMania 27, but unfortunately he failed to win the championship. 
One year ago today, in 2017, in Laredo, Texas, Samoa Joe made his WWE debut attacking Seth Rollins as Rollins went to, to confront Triple H. Joe would put Rollins out on the shelf. After the injury, Joe would be working with WWE in the, in the Raw brand, where, of course, he currently still works. And we also had John have some birthdays here today. Today's a happy 35th birthday to Rockstar Spud. Also, today is a happy 31st birthday to Becky Lynch. And today would have been the 52nd birthday of the giant Gonzalez. And John said that's all he's El got. El Giante, Jorge. Yes, yeah, I do remember that. And you see Becky Lynch's birthday is today? Yes, 30. Uh, uh, you better watch out old. tonight then for her birthday because you got Braun and Alexa and Sammy's her partner. Yes, indeed. And, John, that's all he's got for the rest of history and birthdays here for today. So, John, thank you very much. J.D., thank you very much here with the uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, rest of the news and views here tonight. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 452 of WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and now I do believe we are being joined, yes, indeed, by another Western Pennsylvanian, uh, of course, a contributor to, w- to WWS Raw Radio, and also a <clears throat> 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. Uh, he is, of course, known in all, all of our circles here in the radio network as the Heartbreak Kid, but, of course, we can always simply, uh, we all know what he, his name here whenever we do hear that famous uh, that famous line, of course, from the famous 60 sitcom Happy Days, in which, of course, somebody, some, certain somebody goes, hey, yes, ladies and gentlemen, made on here. Yes, we do welcome to here to episode 452 of Revolution. Uh, Fonzie, welcome. Thank you for joining yep. us here tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. And okay, I do yes. have some breaking news in, however, a couple things. However, first off, however, According to reports, Kevin Love has broken his hand and could be out six to eight weeks. Who is? Kevin Love. Oh. And, John, you're going to like this, though. According to reports, I am still trying to find out if it has been true or not, however, but I will definitely look into it. There is reports now saying that Alex Smith has been traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Washington Redskins. Get out of here. Nope. There he is. I'm trying to find out right now if I can confirm it, though. And, yes, it is apparently true, yes. According to Field Gates, however, the Chiefs have traded Alex Smith to Washington. So, John, you guys got Alex Smith now, apparently, according oh. to the Kansas City uh, Star, believe it or not. Okay, there you have it there. A big-time trade here in the NFL uh, from, the, from Kansas City to, to Washington. We'll have to see how that comes up next year. Uh, of course, we're not even we're a little bit close to the Super Bowl, and we're already talking about next year's uh, football. Um, what will, how the football will be next year, I guess. Huh. Very interesting indeed. Thank you very much, here, JD. And now, of course, I, I, our guys right here are is is itching to to talk about, of course, everything that has happened here on what was a very busy on what was a very busy uh, um, weekend, of course, here in pro wrestling. <coughs> Other than that, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, I do urge everyone to listen in to um, our prediction show this, from this past 
Sunday afternoon, uh, myself, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and her son, of course, the newest, uh, one of the newest Hall of Famers this year, her son Caleb, as uh, they gave their predictions for the uh, Royal Rumble match. Even Michelle did give some thoughts, even though the, the takeover show was Saturday night, she did give, she did give on who she would have hoped would have won each of those matches. Um, and speaking of which, that's something else we haven't talked about either. I'm sure some of our guys here, uh, I don't know who saw it, man. I'm sure, J.D., you probably saw the takeover. I don't know if John... I, don't know I, I read the results. John, John saw it, and he says that takeover was very good. The Gargano sin uh, all mismatch was really good. Alistair Black and Adam Cole was very good. Uh, we talked about it yesterday on Raw Radio, and uh, like I said, it was really good. And it looks like they're setting up Chiapa and Gargano for New Orleans, it looks like, however, more than likely at this point. Okay. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, yeah, it says Love injured his hand real quick during the game against the Pistons tonight, however, and he will be looked over, I think, tomorrow or Thursday. But, yeah, it looks like he could be out reportedly six to eight weeks down. Oh, thank you there, J.D. And, Fonzie, I know you watched the Pens game in uh, – one hockey note real quick, and I know Fonzie watched it with very good to see. The Penguins beat San Jose 5-2 as Gino Malkin, Evgeny Malkin, scored a hat-trick for the Pens tonight. A big win for the Pens, who have now won eight of their last ten. Believe it, they got John, your boys on Friday night here in Pittsburgh as Ovechkin and company are coming to town. So we'll be ready for you guys. Also, J.D., um, I meant to mention this here as well. And then because you talk about sports all the time here, that's a, and that, that's great. And all. Uh, especially with, as far as NHL is concerned, I would also like to I would mention this off the air, but I might just go ahead and mention since I'm talking about it now. Any um, any updates you have on any games played by the Hurricanes this year? I would like to hear some. Uh, uh, let's see if the Hurricanes are in action tonight. I think they are. I know last week we got you guys last week, so let's see who uh, how they're doing tonight. However. Uh, I think they're playing. T- let's see who they got tonight. I think they were in action tonight. I know that for a fact. Let's see. It is. Da, 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 da. Uh, here we go. Uh, the Hurricanes tonight did win two to one against Ottawa. Calgary crushed Ooh. Vegas, and this is no joke. You're gonna laugh at this. Ten to one. Whoa! After the first period already. Ten to one. I am not joking, folks. This is legit. Oh, yes. Calgary's yeah, crushing good. Las Vegas right now, ten to one after the first period. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Yeah. My goodness. Talk wow. about a bad night for Las Vegas. Holy hell. Yeah. Sounds like wait a minute, wait a minute. I read it wrong. Wait, I read it wrong. Hold on. Did I read it wrong? Yeah, I think I read it wrong. It said it said. Ten to one. It was one nothing. My mistake. Yeah. I thought it was ten to one for me. I read there it's one nothing. They, they the stupid idiot put ten to one up on the ESPN ticker. Yeah. Okay. But I know this is a blowout this year. Let's see. Uh, basketball wise tonight, Oklahoma's winning. Kentucky's losing right now. Halftime to Vanderbilt. Carolina lost tonight to Clemson, eighty-two seventy-eight. And we play them on Saturday. Yeah. In Chapel Hill. Been on the in all the sports this year. I will admit that. But yeah. uh, we could be seeing a new number one, maybe. The Virginia Cavaliers could be the new number one team taking over Villanova's spot soon. Oh, wow. Impressive. Impressive. 
Hey, JD. Um, JD. Yeah. It's official. Keith brought traders Alex Smith to the Redskins for a player to be named in the draft picks. So apparently they're giving up on Kirk Cousins and his salary now. So Kirk Cousins is out of Washington, and Alex Smith is the new sheriff in D.C. Uh, John, good luck. You're going to need it with him. Believe me, he better stay healthy because he's going up against Philly, New York, and Dallas now. He ain't playing Denver, Oakland, and uh, L.A. <laughs> and John also did say, uh, talking about the NXT title match at TakeOver, he did say he watched the match between Gargano and Almas for the NXT title. It stole the show for him on the WWE Network. It was a 35-minute match. Yep. It's actually, believe it or not, second to the match at WrestleMania 25 between HBK and the Yeah, Undertaker. I heard that, too. I heard that, match. too, from John. Yeah, John told me that today, actually, uh, earlier today, uh, or tonight before uh, we visit. Yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I, I did hear that it was like uh, Sean and Taker. It really, the Philly fans were split down the middle on both sides. Huh? It was a hell of a match Saturday. Okay, here, guys. Here's, our, here's how we're going to play this here tonight. Excuse me. Well, that. Uh, thank, you for, thank you very much. That was after, came, after I came, I drank some uh, Minute Maid Pink Lemonade for the Quencher Minute? first here. Yeah. Official Pink of the Radio. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to do that. I was going to say that. <laughs> when you start doing the play, maybe you're going to get some money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you get some money. I get it. Okay, no, I'm speaking. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's how we're going to do it here. First up here, we're going to talk about some, uh, just a sh- couple of short thoughts here, guys, about the uh, about last night's Monday Night Raw show, which, of course, came in after the Royal Rumble Sunday night. Uh, I'm just going to ask everybody just to give a couple of quick takes before we go and talk about the matchups that we're going to talk about here tonight for the, from the Royal Rumble. Uh, J.D., I'll start with you. Uh, just a couple of quick notes here. Uh, a couple of key things that caught your eye at the Raw after the Rumble. Well, if we were gonna, if we didn't have to talk about the Rumble, I'd go into a rant here. But you know, that's gonna be saved eventually. I could say that maybe, but possibly later this week. So I might do that. But for the only highlights I'll save for tonight before I get into my rant later in the week, if we go back to it later this week. Uh, I will say first off, however. The main of uh, the uh, Oscar Sasha match, great match, incredible. However, those two tore it down last night. You got to give props to both of them. I mean, it's amazing that Sasha is still wrestling after almost literally breaking her neck. However, literally on a spot that Oscar kicked her, like knocking her out of the ring. It was incredible that spot. It was a good match. Uh, Oscar's streak was in serious jeopardy last night, and her streak too. Like I said, her streak was in jeopardy, and it looked like Sasha was almost going to pull off the upset, but somehow, some way, you never can count out the Empress of Tomorrow. However, and she showed once again, at least on this night, she was the boss. At least on this night, our great match all around. Uh, the Roman Miz match, of course, predictable. We knew that was coming once again. The Miz has his little flunkies steal win from, which was crap. Uh, the tag match was okay. Again, that was a little clunky, too, because you thought Apollo Crews was legitimately hurt at one point in that match when Sheamus, I think it was Sheamus Teller or Cesaro, really knocked Crews for a loop, however. Uh, Titus Worldwide, after two weeks, however, trying to hang with the tag champs. I mean, they did okay, but they didn't do great. I thought they did, eh, 
kind of all right in the middle, however. But uh, the one thing I will talk about, and I'm not going to go on too much of a rant about this, but like I said, I will rant about all this later on in the week, however, with all the, the, the total breakdown of the show, is the Cena-Finn match. Uh, first off, however, we saw earlier in the night Braun B. Kane in the qualifying match last man standing. We knew that was going to happen. And then, of course, who should uh, win the next qualifying match? But everyone's favorite guitar-playing man himself, Elias, however, which Bray Wyatt, of course, decided to strike Matt Hardy, how I cost him a spot in the chamber. But let's talk about the main event now, Cena and Finn. First off, the fans were all over Cena from the get-go, how and throughout the night, however. Uh, what I do have a problem with, and I will bitch about, how is the ending. Cena totally, absolutely shit on the fans, and the fans shit all over him, however, last night, however, in every sense of the word, however, they absolutely had every reason to give him crap last night, especially when he tried to mock the two-sweet symbol. I thought that was absolutely, totally narcissistic and arrogant of him to pull that crap. And to see him beat Finn clean, I was a little surprised. that I thought Finn would have beat Cena, and I think Finn should have beat Cena, because Cena does not need to be involved here in the chamber whatsoever. This is not... Cena to break Ric Flair's record and make it a 17th time hour. He does not deserve to be in the chamber match whatsoever. Finn should be in the chamber match. They totally messed that up in every sense of the word, however. I mean, this is four weeks now Finn has been in the main event, however, and I'll tell you what, Finn has been holding his own in that main event spot pretty well for the first month of the new year. Hopefully they continue to push him, but right now, I think last night, they kind of really dropped the ball on him. I mean, this is a guy who was in the Royal Rumble match itself for the guys for literally close to an hour the night before. And he was sore, I'm sure, and bruised and hurting. But he toughed it out however, like he normally does and went out there and went against Vince's little chihuahua boy himself, our Superman John Cena. Uh, this, again, like I said, I thought was totally BS that uh, Cena won the match. He did not need to win this. This should have been Finn's night to shine. Finn has absolutely been doing better than he has done in the last six months combined in the past month. And to see them screw Finn over like this, I thought that was crap. I really did. I think Finn totally did not deserve to get hosed here at all. And uh, I just thought it was absolutely, totally ridiculous. So, nevertheless, however, uh, we'll see what happens next week with Finn. But, like I said, I hope this does not slow Finn's push down because Finn right now is on a roll as of late, even though he's been up and down so far with wins and losses as of late. He's been in more main event time than Cena has and anyone else has in the past month and rightly so, but I think last night WWE kind of dropped the ball on Finn. I mean, this is a guy, like I said, it went close to an hour the night before, and then the following night he goes into a 20-minute match, and what happens are he gets screwed over. Totally BS, if you ask me. Absolutely BS. Thank you very much, sir. <clears throat> Thank you very much, sir, J.D. Very good, uh, very good points of view there about last night's Raw. Uh, Fonzie, a couple quick notes. Uh, your thoughts about the Raw after the Rumble? Uh, it was it was a disrespectful towards John Cena they booed, but you know what? That's why he's a 16-time champion, and he's gonna go hopefully yeah tie with Ric Flair or yeah tie with Ric Flair. Or something like that. Um, but I, 
I don't want to mess with John Cena or Braun Strowman in a limitator match. Um, what a match that was for the last man standing. Yeah, um, I was shocked when he lifted that the stage up where the broadcast was. Um, trapped Kane underneath, but um, they took him in the uh, the facility, the hospital near there, but he escaped. So. I don't know what happened there. I thought he would be back, but um, he snuck out to the facility out. That's what it, the report was. Um, Sasha Banks and Oscar. Wow, they tear before John Cena match. They tear that place apart. Um, with a big kick to Sasha Banks, I thought I thought she was out cold right there. Yep, with broke the her neck. Whatever landed, it was pretty yeah shocking thing like that. Then who wants to walk with Elias? Yeah, nobody wants to walk with you. All right, you got lucky. Um, we'll see what happens with the in the chamber. Match the Braun Strowman, John, this John Cena, uh, whoever is going to be the last three. Um, however, uh, no, I think the Raw was pretty good last night, besides the Miz. Um, but. That's Michelle's girl, so I'm not going to say anything. That's Michelle's guy. So, uh, uh, all I got to say, he can't fight one-on-one match. So, uh, but I'm going to stop right there because I don't want, (laughs) I don't want Michelle to come on and, you know, throw her voice at me because I hate the men. No, I don't like I don't hate the Miz. I think he cannot fight one on one. But besides that, I think he's a great champion. But besides that last two minutes with the Miz garage, I think the Raw was pretty decent, but could have been a lot more better. But for my opinion, the women's match was the best at all, besides John Cena match. And and Ben Dollar, but that's my take. I think you know, those two matches were the best uh, out of all, besides the last man standing match. <laughs> but that's my that's my take. I think. <laughs> but just, but let me ask you this though, and I asked this just on, as I said in my rant up one. Let me ask you this too, and. Maybe back stuff. Did Cena really need to be in this chamber? No. This was well, his time. No. They're not going to get Ben Vettler in there. He's going to get destroyed by Braun Strowman. He may get destroyed by Braun Strowman, but the thing is, Cena's a part-timer now. Finn has been busting his ass the last he ain't month not to be in the main buddy. 
Yeah, they, yeah. Part, uh, they just leave him behind because he's done a movie. Well, was not, well, you could say The Miz is a part-time. Oh, yeah, you definitely could say that, okay, yes. Okay, but, you know, but he's not a part-time. He's well, back. I don't know. But like I said, I just think, however, what they... I mean, Finn had every chance to win that, and they screwed him uh, over. They screwed him. He screwed himself. He couldn't beat the champion. Come on. he Finn has beaten Roman. Finn has beaten Seth. Come on. You tell me he couldn't beat Cena last night? Finn. Finn Balor. You couldn't tell me that he could beat John Cena last night? Yes, he could have. I'm sorry. Yeah, he could have, but he didn't. You're right. You're right. Should have, could have. Should have, could have, but he didn't. Right. Like I said, but Cena will get his comeuppance, I feel. I do think that's coming. Cena yeah. just, just had a little bit of luck on his side last night, but like I said, I will agree with you a little bit there with the fan base. Yes, they were a little rowdy last night in Philadelphia. We know Philly fans are known for that. I mean, hell, yeah. anyone would know that. But the thing right. is, though, Cena, I mean, I don't know, it's just... I, oh. I think you just, they're putting Cena away. What's that? Because they keep on building. Why are they building him? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if you want to talk about booze, you want to talk about booze. Well, I mean, you figure I'll, I'll tell you the guy who gets more booze than anyone, and you will agree to this. However, and I think Chad will too. The guy, and we'll all say the same thing, is Roman Reigns. Every yeah, town, well, every yeah, city where yeah, he goes Roman in, Reigns Roman gets, gets the booze. biggest heat every yeah. week in every town they go in, and rightly yeah. so because he runs his mouth and says, "This is my yard. I'm the big dog." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's Philly, that's why. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> They're worried about their, their Super Bowl yeah. victory. They're going to burn down the city. <laughs> they they might. I, you know what? I don't, I, this, I'm, I'm ready for Sunday, but that's a whole other picture. I <laughs> hope, and, and from what I saw on SmackDown tonight, right on SmackDown, it wasn't bad tonight, however, but again, I heard it was a mixed bag there, too. Yeah, it was a mistake. Yep, yeah. But thank you, thank you very much. I do appreciate appreciate that, uh, JD and Fonzie. There, appreciate that. And let's give John's take here on Raw. John said he has to admit that Oscar versus Sasha was one of the greatest matches on on Raw. Philadelphia has been home to some great matches, but Oscar versus Sasha was definitely a great match. Yes, it was. First one ever. Match between these two, of course, the Miz has retained an IC belt over Roman Reigns with his friends. The last man standing match was another short, but a short one with Braun throwing the announce table on top of Kane. I mean, John said, means who knows, Kane may never be the same again for what Braun did. But if John said oh, he knows he might rise up one more time to get some payback, but Braun is truly the monster among men, and he will stop at nothing to get the Universal title. And if he has to run through Elias, John Cena, and all the others that may qualify for the chamber, he will. And John also says, in his opinion, Balor should have won against Cena, but this was uh, a, a good main event match, sort of WrestleMania worthy. But Cena wins here and goes into the next Elimination Chamber match. It's too early for Cena to have a 17th title reign early this year. John would wait for the summer before Cena could have another opportunity to have his 17th reign as a world champion. And, John, that's all he's got here on his review of Monday Night Raw. So thank you, gentlemen, for that. And now, like I said, folks, we're going to to go into part one of our discussion of the 2018 Royal Rumble. Uh, Excuse me for just one 
Yes, Chad will walk with Elias here, folks. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to walk with anybody. Nobody wants to walk with Elias. Uh, I want to walk with the animals. Talk with the animals. Okay. <laughs> we can squawk. <laughs> there you go. Should we? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, here we go here, folks. Here we go. Like I said, first off, our review, part one review of the 2018 Royal Rumble, which we talk about all the matches related to Monday Night Raw. First match I'll talk about, J.D., I'll start with you on your thoughts on the match between the club and the Revival. Well, it's 50-50 booking. What do you expect? I mean, the Revival get buried last week. The club, in turn, uh, lose this week, however, so split, however. I thought they would have had the rubber match last night, obviously. Instead, no club, however. The Revival said take on the Wendy's boy and, of course, the man, Beast, however, who hasn't had a razor taken to his face in forever and a day, growing the beard. And that is Rhino. Fonzie, your take on the club versus the revival at the Royal Rumble? Uh, the club. Who who won that match? The club? No, the revival even up the score. Uh, the revival, okay. Dash and Dawson. Um I didn't see it. Uh when J D told me <laughs> I'm just going to agree with J.D. says. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. And John says the Revival got buried at the Raw 25th on Raw 25th anniversary. At the Royal Rumble, they proved they weren't in the mood for games. Good view there, John. Yes, indeed. All right. The next one I'll talk about here is the is – because the, uh, I know I, I've started in the beginning, ever since I started hearing about that they were, they were going to bring back the Cruiserweight division. I thought I heard somebody say that it was supposed to be exclusive to Raw – even though they're not, they're not talking about that often until until the next night after SmackDown, but I'm still going to include the cruiserweight in this in this discussion of the of the Raw matches from the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to bring up now the six man cruiserweight tag team match. Uh, JD, your take on on that match and the outcome of it? Well, Kalisto was back for the first time since that little incident occurred a while back at that house show, if you remember, Howard, and he didn't have the ma- he didn't have like a shield protecting his face, which I was surprised at. Uh, but he found two teammates in Metal League, Howard and Dorito. I say Dorito, Dorado, Dorado, Dorito doesn't really matter. Taking on uh, the Mary Poppins nerd wannabe, who apparently didn't bring his own ring gear and only has umbrella, hasn't even taken a razor to his face because he still has that red hair and tweet handlebar mustache, Jack Nerd Gallagher. Uh, TJP, the video game expert who continues to whine and bitch and complain and everything since he's been back over the last week or two. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, Enzo's boy, Drew Pepperjack Gulak. Uh, This was all right. This wasn't bad. But, again, the Cruiserweights just continue to be up and down uh, in more ways than one. They didn't even have them on last night, which I didn't understand that at all. I thought that was stupid they didn't put them on last night because I thought they were exclusively to Raw. But we'll see what happens tonight, though. Okay. Bonzi, your take on the six-man cruiserweight tag match? I'm going to agree with J.D. <laughs> okay. Uh, John says here uh, he's glad the cruiserweights held their own in the pre-show match. And John, live may have been impressed, whomever that person may be. Okay. All right. Let's... Uh, <clears throat> Let's proceed here to the next one here that we'll talk about. I have to see for just one second here because I might have to reaccess the uh, video here. Maybe a two-parter here in our video here of episode 452 tonight here, folks. 
Uh, give me just one second here to to deal with deal with that right there. Um, and if we don't get it in this time around, well, that's okay. I mean, it's not the first one. It's not the first time uh, that we. Let's see. Okay, let's give it a whirl. Okay. Uh, the next one here that we'll talk about here will be, yeah, let's do that. Will be the Raw Tag Team Title Match, of course. Uh, at the, the champions going in, of course, was Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan taking on Cesaro and Sheamus. JD, your take on the Raw Tag Team Title Match? I think it was to be expected. Of course, J- Jordan and Seth are just not good as a cohesive unit. I'm sorry, I cannot stand Jason Jordan. I am sick of him whining and bitching and confetching more and more. I mean, you knew it was going to come. However, the Bar are the best team right there by far. They continue to show why they are the best. However, as the tag team of the year, however, and if they would have done the Slammies last year, they would have cleaned up royally, however, because the Zarno teams are the best team right now, bar none in the company. That goes even better for SmackDown. They're better than American Alpha. They're better than the Uso Penitentiary. Hell, they're even better than uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. I think they're the hottest team still right now, and they will continue to yeah. dominate the tag team division, in my opinion. And that belt was impressive as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sanzi, your take here on uh, the Raw Tag Team title match from the Royal Rumble? Uh, I'm going to agree with JD. Okay. Uh, John is saying he knew Rollins and Jordan were expected to lose the belts against the, uh, against, uh, the bar. Jordan kept running out of and always kept running out of excuses. John bets everybody Jordan is probably is scamming Kurt Angle, saying that he really isn't Kurt's father. Jordan was just using Kurt to further his career in WWE. John says he thinks that's going to happen in due time. That wouldn't surprise me if that actually if that was something being planned. I mean, uh, did, I get that, did, did I get that match right, uh, Chad? What? I think I think the club. No, 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 no. The you bar. said that. Yes, you picked. Um, the raw tag belt. Yeah, you you picked the bar. Yes. Yes. Pretty it much. Is. Every, pretty much everybody. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> everybody except me and Ann actually chose the bar. So. Um, so yeah. So me and Ann picked actually picked Jordan and Rollins. Just uh, just have yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, next one we'll talk about here is the is the. Uh, uh, triple Threat Universal Title Match: Brock Lesnar defending against Braun Strowman and Kane. Uh, and, and JD, before you get to that, John says he has some announcements concerning the mixed match challenge. Oh, okay. So, what is that, John? Let's, let's hold on that for just a minute, there, JD. So be prepared for, for, right. for your thoughts on the Universal Title Match while we wait here. John, uh, well, you have some announcements concerning the mixed match challenge. I mean, this could be, I think, the uh, Thing concerning the, or it could be concerning who Goldust's new partner is, maybe. Yes, because they were supposed to announce it tonight. No, no, Gold, no, Gold, no, Fonzie. Uh, what Chad's saying, Goldust, however, is going to find a new partner tonight because uh, Alicia uh, Fox injured her tailbone and she's uh, been out yeah. for a while. Uh, that's, 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 
Miss Blitz and Von Strowman. Yeah, they're facing Sammy and Becky tonight. It's Becky's birthday, right. however. Yeah, like I said, Alexa, Alicia, yeah, Alexa's fine tonight, but Alicia's going to be out for a while because of an injury. Yeah. And that's why, uh, JD, that was the reason why Kelly Kelly was in the Women's Royal Rumble match, the Royal yeah, Rumble. That's what's tell yeah, that's good Substituted for Alicia Fox. So. Yes. But, yeah, so. Um, anyway, let's see. And also, I'll, I'll join us here on the live video feed, which I'm hoping it will stick here. For, for stick here. Uh, the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach, of course, a 2016 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, a multiple title holder in our tribute championship. Wow. And welcome there as well. Yes. Uh, John, here, here's the announcements John has right here before we get to talking about the Universal Title match at the Royal Rumble. John says Braun and Alexa have won over Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch, That's so they have advanced. Three wall teams are dominating the mixed match challenge. Miz and Oscar's won. Okay, right, and then obviously now Braun and Alexa, and then, and then who, who? Who's the other one? Uh, oh shoot, who was the other one? I it's can't not remember. The, it's not the one Goldust is on, is it? No, 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 no. It was um. Shoot, who up? Uh, I know Shinsuke Natty of. Oh, it's Finn and Oscar. Or not Finn and Oscar. Finn and uh, Sasha. Finn and Sasha. Yes, because okay. uh, they beat Shinsuke Natty the first week, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I think I think that's what it was, yeah. But, okay. uh, John, what do we got for next week? What's our next match next week? With, who's in the qualifying next week? Maybe and also, one. John, have you heard any updates as to who Gold does? Uh, new partner is taking Alicia Fox's place. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I got it. Oh, 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 I, yeah. oh I, I just I, I got John it. John wanted to tell us here. I think John wanted to tell us. So. Let me right. see what John has to say. Yeah. And um, because I because I mean, John had the announcements concerning this, and I mean okay. no disrespect, guys. No, but, I mean okay. John wanted to tell us. I mean I just wanted to get what his. I mean, it wasn't surprising to me that Braun. Oh my God, no! I saw Oh my God, no! No, oh no! Yep. I okay, we found out. We got news on his partner. We got news on Goldust's partner. And Josh is also Goldust's partner, believe it or not. And JD is the same towards you. He is John. JD, you're not going to like this. Yeah, I just saw it too. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Let me say. Let me say it. Let me Good. say it. Mandy Rose. Oh my fake, God! Fake, fake, fake! Are you so kidding me? So apparently now the next one is going to be Goldust and Mandy Rose taking on, uh, I think it's Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Yeah. Okay, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, we lost the second video on the live video feed from the video vault. So, and I apologize about that, my dear. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with it. Maybe because of maybe too many too uh, too many videos in the vault. I'm not sure, but. Uh, out here. And, and ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie with the belch, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, my God. Why in the heck? You pick her. Why in the heck? Yeah. Wait a minute. you got to be blind kidding me. I know. That was stupid. I mean, come on. I would have I figured, oh, gosh, I would have figured they would brought in maybe a, 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 a female legend, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would have been made. That would have made it sweet. Mm-hmm. No, no, they couldn't do that. No. So there you have it, there, guys. And I know, I know, 
JD is not too happy about that. No, I'm not, not very happy about that. And you know what, though? I mean, that was a pathetic pity hire. I mean, if you want to put someone, if he wanted to get someone in there, I mean, as much as, as and she's tough as nails are, why didn't you get Sonya Deville? Sonya Deville would have been a great partner for you, Goldust, but no, you have to take the blonde-looking fake uh, big boob Mandy Whore Rose because obviously she's Paige's uh, buddy, her, the coke-sniffing Wednesday Adams Whore of the WWE. What got me was the fumble that for Absolution they actually used Paige's theme. Oh, that was stupid. I, I agree with you there. That that was beyond stupidity. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I didn't understand that either. I don't get it either. So, I mean, who knows? Anyway, anyway, that's, that's okay. There, there, there's the announcement, John. Thank you very much for Thanks, keeping son. us informed about the mixed match challenge. I do appreciate that. Um, but yeah, but we do we can update folks that Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss have won over Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch. Not so much a happy birthday for Becky. It looks like. No, nope, not tonight. But, but, uh, but, uh, but three Raw teams, of course, also he is reported as dominating the Mixed Match Challenge. And we did find out officially Goldust's new partner taking over Alicia Fox's place is a yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We said from the trio known as Absolution, yes, indeed, Mandy Rose. We need Colonel Rick Flair out here, damn it. And, 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 also, and also a match has already been made. Goldust and Mandy Rose will take on, uh, I do believe it is Jimmy or so, I think he's married to Naomi. Yeah, uh, I think so, it is. So, so, yeah, so, it is. I, husband and uh, wife, Jimmy Uso and Naomi. So that, that, that's going to be interesting to see them take on. Yeah, they fight next. Yeah, let me see here real quick. I'm just going to look real quick. Hold on. Um, shoot. Hold on. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it is Jimmy Uso and Naomi next week. Yeah. You know that, uh, hold on. Uh, the Rockets, um, you know the Rockets, uh, James Harden. James Harden. James Harden. Yeah. Did you see he got the he set the franchise record sixty points. Sixty. Triple double. And in the victory, one hundred fourteen and one hundred seven over the Orlando Magic. Did you yeah. say? Did you say sixty or fifty? No, sixty. Sixty points. He he's an animal. He is so good. <laughs> Him and C. Paul three are so yeah. good in Houston. Yeah. Well, did did you guys hear what I, I don't know if you guys heard this last week? Uh, our fa- our least favorite diva, I'm talking about divas, however, once again, Tammy Lynch, Sunny, ran her mouth last week. She took apart Johnny Gargano's wife last week, ripped her a new one, saying something real derogatory against her, and she also took a shot up against Bailey too. If I can find the clip, I'll, I'll I'll pull the clip up. I mean, this I just heard this today. I mean, let me see if I can find it. Uh, uh, Saint John, Xavier's tie with Saint John, sixty-seven. Okay, here it is. Here it is. This is this is the clip. This is what I heard. That's this is the guy. Okay, hold on. This is the clip. Uh, and so she chased Vega to the back. And by the way, can I just say, fuck Sonny. Can I say that? I mean, I know everybody else already has, but she went on her Facebook page and made some really disparaging remarks about Candice LeRae. Uh, apparently, Tammy was going off on intergender wrestling and how it's the downfall of the wrestling business or something to that effect. 
And she said, anybody who supports it should bury themselves alive. And when somebody pointed out that Candace was just signed by WWE, and she was very well known on the independent scene for being part of these intergender matches, uh, she said Candace was signed to developmental because she must be too ugly to ever make it to the big show. <laughs> like they did Bailey. Yeah, that was funny taking a cheap shot at Johnny Gargano's wife and Bailey in the same breath. Okay. Right, okay, well. and yet she's in the Hall of Fame, and you're telling me still you're not putting China in? What's up with that? I mean, come they should on. Put China in before they did Sunny. Yeah. They should have. They should have. But that's just my opinion. I agree. Uh, and uh, and uh, believe it or not, and even though even though we're not talking about anything to do with SmackDown tonight, and one to give us a couple of uh, announcements. Uh, didn't want to give us an announcement that the next Tuesday night on SmackDown Live, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to wrestle each other. Yeah. So, I mean, there you have it. So, uh, let's go and get back here to our, of course, our, what we were talking about here with the raw part of the 2018 Royal Rumble. And we were, of course, we were talking about uh, the universal, now you're going to talk about the universal title match, pitting, of course, the champion Brock Lesnar defending against Braun Strowman and Kane. Um, uh, J.D., what is your take on, what was your take on the universal title match? It was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, it was fair. I mean, we knew Brock was going to win. That's obviously, however, mind you, however. I mean, that's the thing. We knew that was going to be a dead given away, however. But everyone thought Roman, or not Roman, uh, Brock was going to win. Everyone thought Brock was going to win. But speaking of which, I will tell you this, and I did hear this, and I don't know if you guys heard the same thing I heard. And if Michelle was on, she probably heard the same thing, too. And she probably heard it, too, and everyone else did, too. But if you didn't hear it, I'll tell you. Supposedly, Brock was pissed off with Braun in the ring, we understand, in one of the spots during the matchup. And at one point, how he yelled at Braun to slow the bleep down, however, finally, because Braun was going too fast for him. And he said that Braun was just not uh, listening to instructions or anything like that. And whenever he told him to slow down, however, Braun just decided to go into business for himself somehow, some way, how he just continued to pepper uh, Lesnar with shots, and he, they said he was, and Brock was a little pissed off backstage after the match, and was uh, really uh, ready to uh, basically uh, cause a scene and uh, just uh, destroy some shit, I would think, but uh, he was pissed off that Brock, or Braun, would not listen to him in the ring. Kane, I, I still don't know why they put him in the match, I mean, he's 50 plus years old, for God's sake, I mean, the guy should just retire, he's had a fine career, I mean, I think it was just a desperate thing at the last minute of the 12th hour, someone came up with the idea, let's put Kane in a match because he deserves a shot at the Universal Belt, okay, the guy's going to be 51 coming up this year, he's had a fine career, don't get me wrong, but come on, do we really want him still fighting in the ring. I mean, this is a guy, however, who was going to be running for mayor of uh, his uh, hometown, if you will, recently. And I don't know if he's still planning to do that or not, however, after his in-ring career is over, when that happens. But the thing is, it says, however, right now, he hasn't announced when he's going to be uh, doing that, however. But right now, Kane, it's time for you to just hang up the boots, get into the political world in your hometown, and maybe get a chance to get invited to the Hall of Fame. Because I think you've had a nice career. Don't get me wrong. But right now, how you're 51 years old. I think Father Time is telling you how it's time to slow down. Even though you think you're still a big monster, there's two big monsters right now. One's in the form of Mr. Lesnar, and one is in the form of Mr. Strowman. 
And last I saw, I think Strowman is a little bit younger than you, my man. I think Strowman is like 30, 32, I want to say. Let me see here. I'll, I'll pull up his age here, and I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, 34. So I was right. I was close. I was in the 30s. But Brock's 40. you got a younger giant there right now who means business. And his name is Braun Strowman. He's 6'8", 380. He's been competing since December of almost three years ago. He is absolutely hell-bent on destroying anybody and anyone and shows how tough he is. So, Kane, word of advice, my man. Hang it up. Hang it up. Great point there, J.D. Thank you very much. uh, Bonzi, your take here on the Universal title match from the Rumble? Um... I called it. Kim, Kim, Kim messed with the suplex city, but um, Rod Strowman is going to get his revenge in the in, um, Eliminator Chamber with uh, the other two competitors. So they might fight one on one. Who knows? See what happens next Monday, because they got three openings left. Don't be yeah. surprised you'll see Kane in there. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised you'll see Kane try to try to qualify for a limit changer match. So, um, yeah, the Suplex City still a champion. Uh, well, we, we saw what Kane did last night with Braun. Braun destroyed him. Yeah, he'll do it, uh, but he'll do it, and he'll do it again. He shows no mercy. He I shows know. Mercy. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that too. I do agree with that too. Uh, uh, also, also, uh, Ann did report to me that the winner between Sami Zayn and KO will determine the new number one contender for AJ Styles' WWE title next week. So just want to give you a heads up on that. I thank Ann for bringing us that story. Uh, John's thoughts on the triple threat match, and he also has some more news after he after we talk about this. Is the triple threat match for the Universal Title was a little better than the one three years ago that Brock had. This match wasn't really a knock it, knockdown dragout. It was hardcore to say the least. Tables and chairs, shoot, it's no holes barred. Why not? But Braun, Braun was all mad at Braun punching him in the face. John knows Brock and Braun were both missed at each other. But anyway, Brock retains the belt at the Royal Rumble, putting on a dominant performance over Strowman and Kane. And John said, you had, John, you had a little bit more news here before we talk about, of course, the men's Royal Rumble match here. While he's getting that up here, guys, let me go ahead and bring this up here. Uh, 174-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 452 of WWS Revolution, of course, for uh, Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, is with us. Uh, she has joined us through the uh, private chat box on Facebook since our live video feed did go down. I do apologize for that for anybody that was following that. But there are a couple of videos on the video call for tonight's show. You can catch that. Uh, but the whole show will be on TalkShoe if you want to... Uh, uh, um, and uh, you can you can check that out on talkshoe.com. And yes, here we go. Here is John's here is John's uh, uh, 
news right here. It is concerning the new GM of 205 Live. And drum roll, please. Rockstar Spud is the new GM of 205 Live. Really? Really? You want a TNA ass clown like him running your show? Way to go, WWE. Way to absolutely piss all over that one. You could have had Dean Malenko. You could have had Billy Kidman. Hell, you could have had Chavo Guerrero Jr. But no. Let's bring an impact guy in who was a piece of shit, and now he's going to be even a bigger piece of shit because he's running 205 Live. Great move, guys. Also, two other things. He's made an announcement about the Cruiserweight title, which is an obvious thing, which I figured they were going to do this anyway. They're going to, the Cruiserweight title is going to be held, decided in a tournament. Which I'm not surprised about that. that. That that was academic. Whenever it's vacated, whenever it's vacated, we all know what they do. They uh-huh. have a tournament. We all know that. Yes. Yep. And also, by the way, his name, uh, him being the GM of Two Hundred Five Live, he he is not going to be called Drake Maverick. Oh, puke. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, uh, so so he so. So think so if you so think of think of a duck and think of Tom Cruise's character from Top Gun and boom there's his name there you go. Well, talking about tournament, I uh, see here also, and John didn't mention that two tournament first round matches are the following tonight: Cedric Alexander versus Grand Metalik, and TJ and TJP versus Tyler Bate. That should be a Tyler Bate's gonna Tyler Bate might as well just punch his ticket against Alexander to the final. Those two are gonna carry their weight all the way to the final, and those two will tear it down when they meet in the final. I mean, right now there's no one else within in, within maybe that whole division. Not Tony Abs, aka Tony Nice, not Drew Pepper, Jack Gulak, hell, not even Jack Gallagher or Hideo Itami. You might as well just say Alexander and Bate are gonna be winning this whole thing. And I'm surprised Pete Dunne hasn't even been contacted by it at all. And, and as I said, Drake Maverick, of course, we remember him as Rockstar Spud. One thing he's already announced, of course, is a 16-man WWE Cruiserweight Championship tournament that will culminate at WrestleMania 34. And as he did mention, and John brought this to our attention, the first two matches are Cedric Alexander taking on Grand Metalik and TJ Perkins versus the United Kingdom champion Tyler Masturbate. <laughs> Tyler Bate, okay. So there you have it. Um, so we all have found out some very interesting things here tonight, here guys. First off, we found out that Mandy Rose is going to be the new partner of Goldust because of Alicia Fox's injury in the mixed match challenge, and that Rockstar oh, uh, also has really have a lot to rant about this tomorrow. You can bet it is the new GM of Two Hundred Five Live. All right, guys, let's get your take on this here. I'm sure there are several key points you want to make about this, and that is, of course, the men's Royal Rumble match. J.D., your take, please. Shinsuke did well. I will say that here and now. Shinsuke held his own. He was absolutely brilliant in this. Finn was good, too. Uh, there weren't very little surprises in the whole thing. Raven Stereo comeback was a nice surprise. I will admit that. And then the Hurricane comeback was all right. It wasn't bad, but he looked a little, eh, kind of there. I think it was kind of a letdown, truthfully. I mean, there was not really a big, it was a no-brainer, I think, that Shinsuke was going to win. Because if Roman would have won, it would have been a very, very ugly scene. But I'm glad they didn't go that way, and they went with the right call. And I can tell you right now, you're looking at maybe possibly a, quote, best tower, a 10-10-10 
10, perfect 10 match when you have AJ and Nakamura go at it in New Orleans. And speaking of uh, 10, however, Ty Dillinger not being in the Rumble again was bullshit. Uh, Slater getting beat up was pretty funny, however. But, of course, he eliminated uh, Sheamus because Sheamus didn't last very long. Did he? And then, of course, you had uh, Baron Corbin not last long either, however, mind you. So, uh, go figure, however, mind you. Okay. There you go. Fonzie, your take on the Men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, good, good for Nakamura. Uh, I lost this match. This is bad too. So, uh, um, good, good for Shane Nakamura. Uh, the what JB said, the men's was not that great, but uh, I heard the women's were awesome. So, um, so my take. Congratulations, Nakamura. So, and he's going to face AJ Styles on uh, WrestleMania. So. There you go. That's it. Good point of view there, Fonzie. Thank you very much, sir. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, absolutely. John saying here, uh, talking about the Men's Royal Rumble. This was a great start with Rusev and Balor. Rusev, number one entry. Balor, number two. Rusev and Bala had to, held their own in there. Number four uh, entry, Gordon and, and Fonzie Belch during the Royal Rumble, by the way. Uh, no, <laughs> got himself eliminated. <laughs> and took his anger out on Bala and Rusev, and even worse, going after number five entry, Heath Slater. Glad that they had some NXT stars in that match. Of course, the NXT champion, Andre Almas, he fared well, eliminating Kofi Kingston. Uh, he talked about, you see, he'll talk about the spot with Kofi as well. Almost held his own against a big star like Cena, Orton, Nakamura, Bray Wyatt. He, and John White, he liked to think that he did a pretty good job there, too. The most shocking elimination John found, in his opinion, was Heath Slater eliminating Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus won the Royal Rumble back in 2012, and he gets eliminated by Heath Slater. And this was shocking to John. He was more shocking like in 2002 when Maven eliminated The Undertaker. You know, I remember that moment, yes. Uh, of course, glad John was glad that uh, he got thrown out by Bray Wyatt. Let's see what else it has to say here. Uh, but I think this is kind of emphasizing why I'm waiting on John to mention a couple more quick things. I want to talk about just give one personal take about the Mentoria Rumble match. J.D. brought up a very interesting point with the fact that they didn't have a whole lot of surprises in the men's Royal Rumble match. And I do believe that the only reason, there might have been others, but in my personal opinion, the only reason why they did was because they wanted to put more emphasis in on the women's Royal Rumble match. Just my personal opinion. I'm sure I'm sure y'all would agree with that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh John says, guys, you got thought about Bray Wyatt there. We're getting down to here's the Kofi Kingston spot that he wants, John wants to talk about. Kofi's been known for his surviving skills in the Royal Rumble match. When Jinder threw out two members of the New Day, he was close to eliminating Kofi, but Xavier held his feet, and also Big E held pancakes. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he helped. He helped. Uh, so Kofi can survive in this match. John's never heard of anyone hanging on 
with a plate of pancakes. It's silly. Because, but of course, that's making me hungry. Uh, <laughs> eliminating Jinder Mahal. No, I haven't had a good plate of pancakes in a while. Apparently uh, not. I think, I, think, I think we all need to go out with some pancakes. What about it, guys? We going to go to Where's the rock when you need them? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Bring the syrup. No sugar-free yeah. crap either. Bring the real deal. Kofi Hodenay, Junior Mahal, which John has to admit he was shocking. Cena did pretty well in there as well. He was glad, John was glad to see the hurricane return, but Cena once again buries him. Huh. Okay. Well, That's the way Cena is. He buries certain people, Howard. Like I said, he buried Finn last night. Yep. The shocking part entering number 23 was Adam Cole. He still showed the effects of what yeah, happened. Adam Cole. Adam Cole? Adam yeah, Cole from NXT. What? I'm told you. Adam Cole, Cole baby. Black, Don't diss that man. Saturday. That man is going to be your future. He's going to be holding. If NXT had more than one, two belts right now, he would be a champion right now. Let me tell you. He, she still showed the effects of what happened in his match with Aleister Black and did a pretty good job showing showing the hang, hanging with the likes of Cena, Orton, Balor, Miz, Nakamura, and others. I would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's going to have what it takes to. Another one, of course, was Rey Mysterio entering at number 27. The man had lasted nearly over an hour in 06 and at number two, and he won the entire thing. What about the tattoos on Mysterio, guys? Almost, I noticed man. a few of them. They were pretty sweet. Yes, they were. I think he got them on when he went to Lucha, didn't he? Yeah, something, it, it was something in Lucha. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. With the underground, yeah. But Ray definitely proved that he still got it and was easy to see why. Ray looks like he has not lost a step. No, and he's still he's still maintaining it here. I know he's had some knee situations, but I mean, nonetheless, I think he's uh he's he's still been able to hang on with a lot of these young guys. And, and John says number thirty thirtieth entry with Dolph Ziggler was not a surprise at all. John did read somewhere that Raleigh was originally that Mojo Raleigh was considered as number thirtieth. So was Daniel Bryan. There was talk about that. I remember. I'm glad they did not do that. I am glad. Yeah, I am too, but they could have avoided someone else at 30. I'm sorry. If they wanted someone at 30, you could have put someone else at 30. I'm sorry. Dolph did not deserve to be at 30. Dolph should have been on the pre-show, I mean, answering Bobby's challenge, and then maybe someone else. I just I think they, they fudged that up big time. And and John says, Ziggler, and also he's actually, John's agreeing with you, J.D. He said, Raleigh was originally considered the number 30th entry, and Ziggler would have went on to face Rude for the U.S. title at the Rumble. The Ziggler entry at number 30 was not a surprise. But the final six was a nice touch with all four Rumble winners, Cena, Mysterio, Orton, and Reigns. John did actually love the, he loved the face-off, he said. Uh, <clears throat> let's see what else, let's see what else he, uh, um, let's see what else he has to say right here. Uh, it was the new group versus the ruthless aggression era, and also the final four between Balor, Cena, Reigns, and Nakamura was amazing. Yeah. Now let's see if John has anything else he has to say. That's why he's doing that. We'll go ahead and say here, folks, join us tomorrow night with our Triple Threat Wednesday. Uh, of course, with WWS Outside the Ropes is myself and the Iceman. And who knows, we may have the human suplex machine on there with us uh, as we, of course, talk about the latest pop culture news, of course, music, movies, sports, you name it. Myself and J.D. will bring all that here to you. Plus, we'll get uh, 
JD and possibly John in on, of course, some more movie trivia in the Hot Seat Movie Trivia Challenge. Uh, 141-364-POUND. Join us at 6.30 for that. Then, of course, Wrestling Debate from 8 to 9. And I know there's going to be a lot to talk about there tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, uh, 139-925-POUND. Raw, SmackDown, and the Rumble, there's going to be a lot to talk about there, obviously. Uh, 139-925-POUND, like we said, for Wrestling Debate. And then, of course, tomorrow night on Revolution, we'll go with our results for SmackDown and also our thoughts and opinions on <clears throat> these part two of the, uh, this Royal Rumble discussion, which will include the women's Royal Rumble match and the matches having to do with SmackDown Live. All right, there you have it. So it will be a great night tomorrow night in, in WSW U.S. radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, John says, but in the end, Nakamura did it by eliminating Sami Zayn, John Cena, and Roman Reigns. And John, and can we say the number 14 entry has been cursed? Number 14 entry means that a lot of bad luck from superstars that have passed away or have been released, but some are still alive. John's glad WWE made the right call by making Nakamura win and not letting have let him have that bully Roman win the Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! He's not. He's not giving up. And and John and John is asking us if we ever heard about deal with the number fourteen royal number royal the number fourteen royal rumble entry. By the way, have you ever heard a story about that? Yeah, I was there, John. I mean, I told you the story of what happened when I was there. It was the one when uh, CM, when Daniel Bryan was supposed to be number thirty, and that thing turned to shit. However, and then Punk quit the next day. We all we all talked about that story. Okay. John says he can't wait for Nakamura versus Styles at WrestleMania if Styles is able to retain his title at Fastlane. So apparently, the match they're going to have next week on SmackDown, they're going that Styles is going to face the winner of that at Fastlane. Apparently, yes, that's going to be pretty darn good there indeed, uh, guys. Uh, <clears throat> and John says all he's got for the Rumble. I do want to thank JD, John, and Fonzie for giving us <clears throat> their takes on Monday Night Raw from last night and also part one of our discussion on the Royal Rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we did advertise we were scheduled to have a trivia championship matchup for the AWA U.S. World Heavyweight title. Uh, it looks like, unfortunately, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Bowers is not going to be able to make it on tonight due to a, due to a couple of conflicts. Uh, we will get back with Michelle and find out when we will do this match. I know we've been advertising this match, uh, but... Um, but like I said, um, something else obviously did come up at the last minute, so obviously we're not going to be able to have it tonight. But we will get back with everyone, and, and we'll let you know when we will get the, get that match in place. Guys, we got a few minutes. We can go past the 11 o'clock hour here. Um, how about we say... Uh... Oh, here we go. Uh, real quick, however, uh, we do have an update on the Alex Smith story now. He has signed a four-year, $23.5 million per year deal with $71 million guaranteed money. Hmm. So, apparently, like I said, however, we thought, I mean, he was going to be traded to Cleveland like that. My friend was talking about it like the last week or so, however. Yeah, he's going to Cleveland. But he's going to Washington now. But he's going to Washington. Yeah, I got that he's rather go to Washington than Cleveland. Yeah. Please. Cleveland. They can't win one game. Uh-huh. True. There you go. Ah. Well, let's see here. I have there any of these that we have not 
This is a darn shame when you when you have to keep using some of the same ones. Oh well, we'll do it. Well, let's see. Uh, what is it, Halera? Oh, uh, oh God, this is gonna make you laugh. Spud met with Drew Gulak in the back tonight. However, I guess, however, and he presented him with flowers. Oh God! <laughs> God, please kill me, kill me now, and just end this, end the show once and fall. I'm sorry, just end this damn show, pull the plug already, and just call it, just shut it down. Seriously, shut the whole damn thing down right well, now. Just like they're going back and done the same thing that uh, that uh, we all thought that there was going to be there was going to be a chance of saving to a five wide, but now. It looks like it's going to be dragged right back down to the Enzo Amore level again. Yeah, especially if you have a guy and a total <clears throat> douchebag, pardon the pun, and I know if Michelle was on again, she would say the same thing, because I know when she comes on, I know she'll have plenty to say about this, is Rockstar Spud. I mean, do yeah. we really need Rockstar Spud hosting the goddamn show? No, I'm sorry, we do not. And I saw the first qualifying match Cedric Alexander did defeat Grand Metal League. So now it looks like Tyler Bate, TJP, is going to close the show tonight. Well, there you go. Uh, let's go ahead and, um, and we haven't done this one in a while. This this particular Jeopardy round was made back in 2013. So you got to think about, you got to rewind about five years here, guys. So I just want to let you know about that, okay, so that would be no confusion. Um, anyway, if everyone's up for it, we'll do it right. We'll do it here um, to kind of have a little fun here. I know it's already close to 11, but we'll go ahead and do this just for the heck of it and kind of get some edge off about everything we talked about tonight. Uh, of course, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, and 500. Now everyone knows that, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, the categories are longest-running weekly episodic TV show in history. Of course, we all know what that is. Uh, making an impact. Of course, probably talking about TNA. This is extreme. I'm sure that's talking about ECW. Mm-hmm. WCW ruins everything. That's the name of <laughs> and the Code of Honor, which that could be. That they could be talking about Ring of Honor. But that's I'm what not I think it's a yeah. Okay, so JD, if you're up for it, we'll we'll give it a whirl. What was the uh, WCW one again? WCW ruins everything. But no, what I'm saying is, are you are you ready to go as well? Oh, I'm more than ready to go, and I'm going to say they, I take that first as my first uh, category for the night. Okay, just say that. Then, Fonzie, are you ready to go, sir? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, John, are you ready to go? And, Fonzie, I will do my very, very best not to give you a hard question. I cannot help it. What do you make? Okay. Okay, John, he's up for two. Here we go. And John JD's already said he wants WCW ruins everything. Uh, JD, how, what, what uh, which, which question for that? Four hundred. Four hundred and WCW ruins everything. Okay. <coughs> All right, JD. This patriotic WCW superstar once won the WCW TV title by finding it in a trash can. Oh, it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's my final answer. Yep, it was Hacksaw. Bonzi, you're up next. Uh, uh, my bad. Uh, WCW ruins everything for 500. 
Okay. There should be ruins everything. 500. And you're good for Fonzie. Okay. Let's see. All right, uh, Fonzie. This wrestler was on WCW's payroll from 95 until 99 for being used very rarely, but getting paid due to WCW not giving him the gorgeous George gimmick that his brother bought the rights to. I think the hardest question. Hey. Uh, can I get a hint? Uh, yeah, I think I can. Uh, uh, let's just say, uh, let's see. No. Uh, let's just say, unlike his brother, he was a very smart man. Very smart man. Yes. That's David Austin. Good guess, Lanny Poffo. Ah, jeez. Real life brother. I was going to say the Macho Man. His brother apparently bought. I did not know Macho Man bought the rights to the gorgeous George King. There you go. All right, John, you're up next. Yeah, like I said, that's why I wanted to apologize in advance, Bobby, for, for any of these because. You know. Woo! Very popular category. John's going to take WCW Ruins Everything for 300. Okay, John, here it is. All right, John, this movie character appeared on the Turner Tron in 1998, challenging Rick Steiner to a match that. Thankfully, never happened. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and John is correct. The answer is Chucky from the Child's Play movies. Oh, jeez. That right there was sad. <laughs> that was WCW's OMG moments, however. Uh, speaking of OMG, JD, you're up next. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take uh, This is Extreme for 500. Ah, yes, This is Extreme for 500 for J.D. uh, J.D., this guy was the original owner of ECW when it was known as the Tri-State Wrestling Alliance. Who was Todd Gordon? That is my final answer. Oh, would you come on with this? The answer is Joel Goodhart. Ah. Yeah. That kind of fooled me too. I was actually going. To, I was actually thinking that that too. That one kind of fooled me. Bonzi, you're up next. Uh, what's the categories? The first one is longest running weekly episodic TV show in history. The second one is making an impact. Then it's this is extreme. Of course, WCW ruins everything. And the Code of Honor. Uh, Code of Honor for 100. Code of Honor for one, okay. Okay. Fonzie, this movie featured Ring of Honor wrestlers and had the final match of the movie taped at a live show. Um... 
I have no clue. Okay, well, I will definitely give you a hint here, um, and this is the best hint I can think of. It may be a dead giveaway here, but it's the best one, I, best clue I can come up with. Mickey Rourke. Who? Mickey Rourke was in it. I still don't. I still don't know that. It was the wrestler. Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't know they filmed it at an ROH show, though. I didn't know that. Huh. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, John, you're up next. I'll take... Well, we got an upset central. Uh, Goodbye, Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. All right, John... John is going, obviously, this is a category about Monday Night Raw. He's going with that category for 400. Okay, John, here it is. John, he lost his smile on a special Thursday Raw in 1997, giving his WWF title up and putting it on the line at the next In Your House pay-per-view. John, you it is HBK Shawn Michaels. That's it. All right, J.D., you're up next. I'm going to say WCW failures for 100. WCW ruins everything 100. Okay, J.D. All right, J.D., this character from the self-titled movie series appeared on uh, Capital Saving Sting from the Four Horsemen. Who was the Shockmaster? Robocop. Robocop, I should have known that. Darn it. Self-titled movie series. That's right, yeah. Of course, the original RoboCop was the best one. I didn't like the. New, I didn't really see the new one, and for what I heard about it, I prefer the original with Peter Weller myself. There you go, uh, Fonzie. You're up next. Let's finish the category of uh, WCW ruins everything. Okay, JD uh, Fonzie's going to clean that out for 200 in that category. Here it is, Fonzie. All right. This actor, Fonzie, won the WCW World Heavyweight title in 2000, but donated all the money from his contract to the families of Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, and Darren Drozdov. Uh, Living him, maybe? Uh, well, let me see. Um... I think this guy. Oh yeah! Oh 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 oh! Okay, I, hold on, Fonzie. I got a good one here. I got a good one. I don't think he's married to her anymore, but he was married to Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney's Cox. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not terrible. Uh, yeah, she, he was married to Courtney Cox. Some friends, yeah. Um, just shoot me now, please. I I I get the hardest question ever. I can never answer. Uh, can I get a little hint, please? And uh, that was uh, uh, another another hint would be uh uh. 
Uh, I believe he was also in the Scream movies, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I think he was. Mm, no clue. Sorry. David, David Arquette. Jeez. John, you're up next. WCW ruins everything. He's no longer in play, guys. Yeah, I got the hardest question ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said there was a lot of things in WCW that they got that was messed up, and they, they said, uh, John, what else is left is the category about Raw, 1, 2, 3, and 5. The TNA category making an impact. All five clues still there. This is Extreme, 1, 2, 3, and 4 still there. Oh, you them! The Code of Honor, 2, 4, and 5 is still there. And 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 JD's underwear is also still there. <laughs> no, we don't want to know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Johnson will take making an impact for 500. Uh... Okay, John, think 2013, okay? As of 2013, TNA currently has this many active title belts. Hi, who's up? John is. John is. John is. John is. John is. No, less feeling. No, tastes great. No, less feeling. I said no, tastes great. J.D. says less film. Fonzie says tastes great. <laughs> okay. And, J. John, you'd be correct. The number is six. And the belts uh, that we're, he's referring to is the TNA World Heavyweight Belt, the Exhibition Belt, Tag Team Belt, Women's Belt, Legends Belt, and the TV Belt. Okay, there you go. All right. So, John's got that. J.D., you're up next. All right, let me just mute that for a minute. I will take, however, the extreme. Uh, for uh, What's left in the extreme? One, two, three, and four. Four. This is extreme for 400. Here you go. Okay. JD, these two men were the only ECW Pennsylvania champions. All right. Uh, who was Johnny Hotbody was one, and the other one was... The Magnificent, uh, I'm going to say uh, the Magnificent Morocco. Yeah. Tommy Cairo and Tony Stetson. Tony Stetson and Tommy Cairo should have done that, darn it. All right, Fonzie. Try again, my man. Don't give up, my man. Give it another time. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, Diarrhea. Whatever JD said, the category, he got, what, 400, he said? Yes, this is extreme is the category he yeah, chose. Yeah, extreme. For, give me it for 300. 300, and this is extreme for Fonzie, okay? Okay. <clears throat> All right, think very, very hard here, uh, uh, Fonzie. This, this, this show aired on what is now known as Spike TV and lasted just over a year. Wow. Why would you follow? I'm sorry. Uh, repeat the question. I'm sorry. We repeat the question again. 
This this show aired on what is now known as Spike TV, and it lasted just over a year. Was it Monday Night Raw? Good guess, ECW on TNN. Ah, uh, hey. Yeah, I think ECW there, Fonzie. That's, that's extreme. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, John, you're up next. Oh. Over time. All right, John's going to take the extreme category for 200. Okay, John, here it is. This was... <laughs> John, this was the home of many ECW shows, but it was used as a bingo hall <laughs> on off days. Oh, wow. This is this is John's question. Yeah. All right, John. This was the home of many ECW shows, but was used as a bingo hall on off days. We're going to overtime, JD. Uh-huh. Dun da da, dun I can hear you fine. No, did you hear what I said? No, what was it? Sorry. Uh, Vandy and Kentucky are going to overtime. Uh-oh. 71-71. I knew that was going to be a tight game. Kentucky was on 14. John says New York. Uh, J.D., was the answer, by the way, is the Asylum Arena. Was that the was that one of the names of the arena? Yeah, that ECW yeah, the twenty three hundred arena. Yes, 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 yes. Asylum Arena was was one of the names of it. Yep. Okay, I did not know that. Uh, JD, you're up next. All right, I'm going to take uh, uh, flagship show, however, for four hundred. Uh, that one four hundred has been used. Three hundred then. Three hundred for the category about raw. Okay, uh, J.D., this man bought Raw out from Vince McMahon's feet in 2009, leading to the first commercial-free episode of Raw and the guest host era. Oh, I don't want to say the man's name. He was on tonight doing the State of the Union address, but of course he's the clown of clowns, the Donald, Donald Trump. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, Fonzie, you're up. Uh, uh, what's, what's the categories left? The category about Rawls left, one, two, and five. Making an impact, one, two, three, and four. This is extreme 100. Ooh. I guess Tyler Bate will... 100. Well, real quick, just to let you guys know, I guess Tyler Bate will not be in, moving on. TJP pulled off the upset tonight. Whoa! Yeah, he beat him in 14 and a half minutes, believe it or not, Howard. So, Cedric Alexander and TJP are the first two into the tournament, Howard. Tyler Bate is out of the tournament. That's crap. But they still need to try to defend that belt, the United Kingdom belt, somehow, because... Yeah. It's it's going to be, as I said before, it's going to be another European title. It's it's going to become meaningless if they don't do something with it. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree with you 100% on that. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Okay, Fonzie, I'm sorry. You you were saying I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, let's finish out the one category you said. The extreme. Okay. The extreme one, yeah. You want you want the last you want the last one in that, okay? Yeah, Fonzie was right though. Uh, yeah, James Harden became the first uh, person to do a triple double. Yeah. That's, inc- that's incredible. That is really incredible. Uh, all right, Fonzie, think about this one very carefully. This wrestler almost became the mascot of ECW for, uh, because of flying off of chairs, crashing into tables that didn't break most of the time, and believe it or not, I'm walking on air and sealing his scars with super glue. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it could be. Can you make this question even harder for me here? Jeez. Uh, Can I get a little hint, Chad? Uh, There was a lot of... He was known by someone who had a... Okay, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that. There was... He was often... Before they said his name, he was often given a bunch of descriptions to describe his wrestling personality. For example, homicidal, suicidal, genocidal. was three of them, I know. There were several others. Was it uh, Billy Kinman? No, Kinman. Um... Sabu. Son of a bitch. Pardon me. So the extreme category is now also out of play. John, you're up next. That's what and also, by the way, John said, too, that the, for the question I asked QJD, of course, it was Donald Trump. Yeah. He said, Tronald Dump. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, John. Right. John will take the impact category for 200. Okay, John, here you go. All right. John... The alliance that TNA was a part of until 2004. And John thinks it was the sex. You know the ref. John, it was the NWA. Remember, they were called NWA TNA for a while. That's a good guess. Uh, JD, you're up next. All right, I'm going to say lowest episode, however, or what's what? Are you, the category about Raw apparently is what yeah. you're going for. One, two, and five. Five. All right, well, 500 in the, in the category about Monday Night Raw. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right, JD. These two men fought in the very first match on Monday Night Raw. The main event you said? Well, it says the very first match. That's Yokozuna and uh, Coco Beware. You're absolutely right. That's it. All right, Fonzie, don't give up on me, my man. You're up next. Raw for two. Uh, what's left for Raw? One, one and 200. 200. 200 in that one, okay. Okay, okay, uh, Fonzie. She was the first female WWE hardcore champion, defeating Crash Holly for the title, though he won it back quickly afterwards. 
Was it China? Very good guess. It was one of the Godfather's hoes. Oh, of course, Jesus God. Serious? I can't believe that a hoe is supposed to female hardcore chick. <laughs> I need a hoe. Morton, here's a hoe. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. I don't know. Oh, it just said one of the Godfather's hoes. John, you're up next. And I think John. So John, you're you're you're, you're going to take the last one in the raw category. Okay, John. Oh, raw category here for one hundred. Okay, here we go, John. All right, John. The very first main event on an episode of Monday Night Raw was between these two supernatural opponents. This is unbelievable. It was Damian Demento and The Undertaker. Did he not get it? Okay, JD, here's what we have left. Hold on, wait a minute. Did he he not get that one or did he get it? Who, John? Yeah. He got it. He got it. Oh, okay. He got it right. Damian Demento and The Undertaker. He said it right. All right, making an impact one, three, and four. And the Code of Honor, 2, 3, 4, and 5 is still left. Code of Honor for 300. Code of Honor, 300. Okay. All right, J.D. Ring of Honor, as of 2013, currently has a working relationship with this alternative wrestling company filled with wrestlers like Jigsaw, Icarus, the Young Bucks, and Mike Quackenbush. What is Shakira? Uh, if it's spelled C H I K A R A, I believe yep. that's yep. that's you're right, then that's it. Okay. All right. All right, Fonzie, you're up next. Whatever category J D said. Okay. Uh it's the one about Ring of Honor, two, four, or five. Give me for two hundred. Two hundred in the code of honor. Okay, Fonzie, here you go. All right. All right, Fonzie, currently a WWE superstar. He started his wrestling career in promotions like Ring of Honor. Can I get a hint, please? He is currently one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. What what is it again? He is one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. Ah. Uh, 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 um, I have no clue. I'm just laughing about this game right now. <laughs> uh, what is it? Cesaro. Cesaro. He was known as Paulio Castagnoli. I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. All right. All right, John. Making an impact one, three, and four, and the Code of Honor four and five is still left. Yes, and John, happy Rusev Day. Happy. Did I tell you all the story about about what what Aiden English had the nerve to say out there when they were in November at Starcade? 
That's yeah. what he Yeah, Rusev Cade. Oh, give me a freaking break. Rusev Mania, I, Rusev Rumble, Rusev Slam, <laughs> Rusev in the Cell, uh, <laughs> Rusev Lane. But let me tell you something, man. This was Greensboro, and everybody was cheering for playing Rusev. They're cheering him more and more lately, however, especially when he comes out, uh, how an English is singing him all the time. Rusev Day. It's like, Unbelievable, J.D. What a game you missed. Who won? Vanier, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky, the last-minute bucket was 81-81. That's why I was I couldn't answer the question because it was 83-81 yeah. <laughs> in overtime. Last-minute bucket by Kentucky. Cal, Cal Perry pulled it out again. Are you kidding me? How in the hell did he pull that one out? That was out freaking 15 points. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they, they outscored Vandy in the second half, 44-38. They were down six at halftime, too. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, what about them, what they did, what was it, uh, Saturday night against West Virginia when they were up, they were down They were down 17 and they came back to beat them. Yeah. And, uh, Don is yeah. going to say it's a code of honor for 500. Okay, John. Break it down, Don. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. John, the final... Ring of Honor, pure champion. And no, John, we're not talking about you. All I will say is, is that this man is the GM of SmackDown. They were one for five in the in the free throws. John Candy would have been good too. Yep, those three. Yep, those three would have been. Yeah, those are three, three funny guys that we all miss. Yes, yes. I miss especially John Candy. I miss big, big bear, big bear chase me. No, truth, truth. No. Hold on, I'm gonna play it right now. Actually, hold on, now you mention it. Oh, come right. on. And, and John, you are correct. It is in fact Daniel Bryan. Of course, his name is Bryan Danielson. Come on in, I'm 
Elijah. Oh, that was a funny. That was one. Oh, I know. Funny. I'll be right back in a sec, guys. Okay. And while we wait for this, it is actually JD's turn. And while we wait uh, for him to return, us take care of this here. A little late edition of 452 of Revolution. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. Tuesday, January 30th, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Supplies Machine. The human surface machine, John Gross, and also the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. I do want to thank the last ticker and Marie Rickenbach for coming on here with us for a little while here tonight. As, of course, we went through part one of our discussion of, of the Royal Rumble and also our discussion about, of course, the results of last night's Monday Night Raw show. We're currently doing a little wrestling extra here in the form of a, of a small wrestling jeopardy round here. And, of course, it is the turn of the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, uh, like I said tonight, in, this is in place, of course, of the what we were supposed to have the AWA US World Heavyweight Title match between the Iceman and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. But due to a certain conflict, Michelle couldn't make it on here tonight. So we will have that match hopefully here in the next couple of days between possibly tomorrow's Revolution or Thursday's Wolfpack or Friday's Revolution. We will definitely keep you informed of that as uh, as as the week goes on here. <laughs> In the in the radio network, uh, JD, have you returned? I'm taking Tom Brady to the Super Bowl. Okay, we'll have to wait for that. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay, there he is. Okay, uh, JD, you're up next. Hi. Uh, making an impact one, three, and four, and the code of honor four hundred is all it's left. Making an impact three hundred. Making an impact three hundred. Okay, JD, here it is. Uh, and JD, think 2013. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. The company that owned TNA. Before TNA. That what owned, is, owned what is the NWA? Panda Energy. Panda Energy should have known that. Darn it. All right, Fonzie. Uh, there are three left here, and after John and after you and you and John answer that, the remaining one, all three of you guys will get a chance to answer that question. Fonzie, making an impact 100 and 400, and the code of honor 400 is what's left. The last category was 400. Are you going, you're going to take the last one in the code of honor, okay? Code of uh, honor, I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. No, that's all right. I heard the word honor, so that's okay. Uh, Fonzie's going to point out the code of honor category, 400. Here it is. Uh Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Why in the world they put this in here? Fonzie, think about this. Just say what comes to, mind to, this, to the best of your knowledge, my friend. And again, I apologize about this. The current code of honor. Um... Can I get it in? Uh, well, it's kind of like a, a credo, a motto that they live by, I guess, in Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't know, Dan. <laughs> okay. Even the fact you, uh, you asked for in, I, I really didn't. Well, I would Spoke me to give one in this case. Uh, but like I said, all I can tell you is that it's a motto that they go by. That's pretty much all I can really say. Yeah. Uh, what it is, the code of honor, 
Shake hands before and after the match if you respect your opponent. Keep the playing field level and respect the officials. And also, and also slap JD around. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a <cell> duty. <laughs> there you go. And John, uh, what's left is making an impact one or four hundred, whichever one you choose. The last one, JD, you and, John, and Fonzie will answer. We'll get back at it. All right, John's going to take the 100 category and make it an impact. Here it is. John, the impact zone is located here. Diarrhea. John, I'll give that to you. He said Florida. That's that's that that's our Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. That, that's correct. All right, guys, here it is. Making an impact for 400 is the last one. All three of y'all will get a chance to answer, so y'all listen very carefully. And remember, like I said, this 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 case has something to do with when when these questions came out. Remember, this came out in 2013, so it's five years ago. Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay. All right, here we go, guys. <clears throat> And this is one that you just simply need. We just need a number. That's all we need is a, is a number for the answer. Okay? Listen very carefully. TNA produced this many pay-per-views from 2004 to 2013. The, num- the number? The number of pay-per-views that was produced by TNA from 04 to 13. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to say 20. You say 20. Fonzie. I'm going to say 20. John. All y'all say 20. Guys, y'all going to be surprised the, the correct answer is 4. I've... Mm. That's all I can say yeah, to that. I, I, I said that same thing, too. I always said that same thing, too. I, I originally had that said, however, but I backed out at the last minute because, I mean, I realized it was a nine-year stretch. Right, yeah, between 04 and 13, yeah. So that, That's that crazy. Kind of, that is crazy. Uh, does anybody have anything else they wish to add before we leave tonight? No, but we'll talk more tomorrow about what happened, however. But like I said, I'm going to have a lot to say. You can imagine the next few days, however. Absolutely. Of course, we'll talk. Okay. All right. Uh, Fonz, anything you wish to add, sir? Yeah, it's okay. All right. And John has nothing as well. So on that note here, guys, thank you all for joining us for this little extended edition of Episode 452 of Revolution. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, uh, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and also the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for joining us here tonight. Be sure to join us for our Triple Threat Wednesday tomorrow. Of course, Outside the Ropes at 630-141-387-POUND. Uh, Lesson Debate from 8 to 9, 139-925-POUND. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, once again, another edition of Revolution, 138055-POUND from 9 to 11 p.m. Uh, <clears throat> this is Mr. De- Mr. De- Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw saying, Revolution is the broadcast WS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Well, we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain. 
your wrestling connection. Gentlemen, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. Good night, everyone. God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.